We don't have castles in Texas for anybody listening in Europe right now. <laughs> Howdy, you're listening to Come and Take It, a talk show about Texas by Texans, where three friends born and raised in the Lone Star State share our views on the history, culture, and just what it means to be Texan. I'm Mike Zolkowski. I'm Sean McIver. And I'm Scott Elfstrom. Just south of I-20 in East Texas, the small town of Canton hosts the largest and oldest flea market in all of history. Today we're talking about the wonderful weird history of Canton's first Monday trade days. But first, what's your favorite secondhand item you've purchased in Texas? Well, I'll go first. Uh, mine's not so much secondhand as... But I did once buy a Tommy Hillefinger watch at Grand Prairie's <laughs> Traders Village, which is a every weekend uh, uh, trade trade you know trade days. Uh, my brother bought a pair of Oak of Ockley O C K L E Y glasses, sunglasses, and uh, we actually saw some Adidas uh, tennis shoes that had four stripes instead of three. So oh, that's I, that's how you know they're genuine. Yeah, <laughs> so I'd say rather than secondhand, more like counterfeit. How about that? I, th- I also saw some Rolexes, which clearly were being powered by batteries. Hmm. Well, um, I once bought a ceramic kangaroo at a middle school garage sale um, that made it into our family white elephant gift exchange uh, of at Christmas a while back. Um, I'm hoping someday that the current holders of that kangaroo will uh, put it back into circulation, but I'm not going to hold my breath because it's pretty sweet. Nice. Well, uh, you know, I don't do much in the way of thrift stores, uh, but secondhand, you can't beat Texas' own half-price books. They uh, they always have sure. wonderful things. You can find odd books. You can find... <laughs> Weird books, so I've got a collection of some strange books. I've got a bunch of uh, FAA training manuals from, like, the 1960s, which are kind of weird retro, uh, you know, engineering fun. Uh, I have, uh, but, I, uh, but I do have a really strange, I found, like, a, a an odd Cyrillic New Testament. So it's, like, completely in Russian Cyrillic, uh, like a New Testament. For, for whatever reason, I, I ended up finding it one day on a weird shelf. Of just of, of miscellaneous, and I have a gorgeous copy of uh, the original black hole motion picture, the black hole with the the, the world's greatest robot death. Um, but uh, I have that uh, that motion picture soundtrack on vinyl, and it is divine. Scott, I still haven't seen that yet, have you? What black hole? Probably uh, I've seen parts. I may have seen the whole thing. I just don't remember watching the whole thing. Well, if you like James Bond, you should watch it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the same guy did the sound. The same guy did the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, okay, okay. That's why James Barry, right? Yeah, yeah. You listen to it and it's like, oh, this sounds like a James Bond music, and then you look at the soundtrack, yeah. and you're like, that's by the James oh, Bond guy. Oh, just one more reason oh, you would like it. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, Mike, why are we talking about secondhand items today? We're talking about secondhand items because we're talking about Canton, Texas, and First Mondays. So, let me tell you a little bit about Canton. Canton is the county seat of Van Zandt County, and that's located on State Highways 19 and 64 on the Mill Creek tributary of the mighty Sabine River, 14 miles southeast of Wills Point, Texas, and it's right in the middle of the county. 
it's basically it's almost to Tyler on the way east from Dallas. So you're you get to Canton, you're you're about forty five minutes away from Tyler. Um, the site was originally in Henderson County, and that was surveyed as early as 1940, as far as records show. And this was a, a Dr. W.P. King led a men of surveyors. Now, no settlement was made there until 1850, uh, and that's when the town was laid out and named by settlers moving in from Old Canton in Smith County. So, once again, we talked about this in a previous episode. There's like there's like Old Canton, and then there's just Canton, and then there's. There's no new Canton. There's no new Canton. And if there was, it, it's a failed colony. Um, yeah. <laughs> but in 1850, the first district courthouse opened in Canton. They also got a post office, uh, which was only the fourth one in the county. So a lot of stuff was happening in 1850 in Texas. Yeah. Old Canton's in Smith County, which is the next county over, right? Yes, that's right. You just keep going yeah. and you'll go cross over yeah. into Smith County. All right, so Canton's most famous for its trade days market, which began in the 1850s, which is right after the, the town started. Now, we just said that the district courthouse was first opened up in 1850. Well, at the time in Texas history and in American history, there weren't just dedicated judges in every single courthouse. There were circuit judges. And they rode around the state, and they'd hold court in towns on specific days, specific towns, specific days. So on those occasions, because the, the judge was coming into town— People would go and see court proceedings, and they'd want to be entertained but also take care of business. This was a time before television and the Internet and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, the, the courthouse was the entertainment as well as a bit of central area to take care of business. Now, Canton's designated court date was the first Monday of the month. In addition to the court business, Texas law requires that all stray horses found on the range be brought to auction. On a courthouse day, you know, specific Texas laws that are probably still in the book. Um, as Van Zant County was mostly open range land, first trades Monday or Hoss Day became quite an event. Now, over the years, people began bringing other sorts of produce and trade goods to the event because you got to get the courthouse, you got a horse auction, might as well sell some of your goods too. Yeah, everybody's going to be in town. Yeah. Sell your stuff. Hoss Day. Let's now, go to Hoss Day. Yeah. Now, this bazaar served for more than just trading goods. Uh, people would also assemble, uh, share news, and make other business arrangements. Um, East Texas politicians would center their election campaigns around this first Monday as well. Over the years, the size of this first Monday event continued to grow without any planning or organization. This growth served to annoy the local townspeople bringing its crowds and filth and chaos into their hometown. Uh, Canton even passed an ordinance prohibiting trade in the street, but the commerce just continued unabated. First Mondays continued through the 1930s, and the hope that reliance on the horse declining as tractors became more common uh, might kill the fair. Canton remained a reliable market to find good bronc. In fact, as horse trading declined, Hog trading took its place in the 1940s because Canton is a little close to Arkansas for my taste. Uh, feeder pigs were raised locally, and then they gained the reputation of being the cleanest, finest pigs sold anywhere in the world. Cholera free, boys! Come and get them! Uh, but they, they attracted people from all over. People came not just from Texas, but Oklahoma, Arkansas, and you probably had some one or two that might have come from Louisiana. 
So they're fine. The fine Canton pigs. That's yeah. that's what that's what took the place of the horses. Dogs were also a highly traded commodity, and originally the farmers would sell caught strays and their unwanted pups. But and this eventually led to more formal hunting dogs and hounds being sold. So first Monday, which used to be known as Hoss Day, now became known as Dog Monday, and across this was across the entire Southwest. Now, unfortunately. This also produced a problem for Canton in that there was a stray dog problem where the vendors would just carelessly turn loose their dogs or dogs would escape. And so it was during the 1940s that Canton hired its first dog catcher to take care of this stray dog problem. So one one solution creates a problem. By the 1950s, the growing crowds were creating an issue with real estate. While homeowners were initially angry just at the crowds, they found they could make some real money by renting space to the traders. One woman made $75 to $100 leasing an extra lot in her yard, while others rented bathroom usage. 25 cents. (laughs) 25 cents a pee. Of course, traders began arriving earlier and earlier, coming over the weekend and setting up shop in the first-come, first-served marketplace before everything opened on Monday. Churches complained about congestion and such activity on the Lord's Day. The crowd's sanitation issues and the lack of facilities in the area overwhelmed Canton. Canton realized it was time for a proper police force. So, the dog trade... Yeah. The dog trade really hit a skid in the nineteen early in the early nineteen sixties. The dog trade hit a skid because a local was bitten or someone was bitten by an infected dog and they died of rabies. So Canton banned the trading of dogs, but the dog trade would continue because people love to buy and sell animals for money. So what ended up happening was somebody bought three acres in Canton and said, "Well, this is now." a private residence for trading dogs. Uh, And the city actually abated and said, okay, you can trade dogs on the property, but all the animals must be vaccinated and leashed at all times. So they were starting to really say, we got to start putting some, we got to start putting some controls on, on letting people trade, you know, dogs with rabies. Now, up to this point, for over a hundred years, Canton had been, had been the center of a very active trading marketplace, but the city was always actively discouraged and even passing laws, as we said, to try to prevent the trading from occurred, from occurring. But by this time, in the 1960s, the whole state of Texas recognized that the name First Mondays uh, was associated with Canton and with these trade days. And this this trading marketplace had been featured in Look, Look Magazine, Life Magazine, the Saturday Evening Post. So the city knew they really had to kind of step in and, and accept ownership of this uh this this practice and this accept ownership of this event they needed to reform it and adapt the regulations so that it could host and maximize the effectiveness of these trading days in fact in 1965 the city began taking those measures to formalize first monday trading days while they couldn't afford to move the trading area they arranged for six and a half acres north of the square to be purchased by angus travis and joe hackney for trading days Uh, the city leased the space back from their company to be subdivided and leased to traders for services and merchandise sales In very little time, this new, more official marketplace became saturated. 
The city ended up acquiring more land and expanding the trading areas over the following years. Today, the trading areas of Canton occupies over 100 acres and accommodates over 6,000 dealers simultaneously. So It's a big place to wander and look at stuff and buy stuff. Yeah, so I, I just thought it was just kind of an interesting thing of like, uh, it's something that, that's really, if you're not kind of in East Texas, you might not hear about it. I mean, you hear about it in Dallas, and you hear people talk about First Mondays. But um, thanks to, you know, the miracle of ways and quality GPS instruction, uh, I drive back and forth on 20 a lot. And so I find there are times when 20 is completely shut down and closed. So if you swing south and you take a Highway 64, you go right through downtown Canton. And you go through all the trading paddocks, all the trading days, all the trading pavilions. You get to see all of the stuff. Uh, and it, I, it always looks like a ghost town when I come through there because I'm never coming through there on a first Monday, thankfully. But uh, it's a huge event. I've heard people talk about it for years, and I still haven't had an opportunity to go and visit. Uh, but it's not just uh, Mondays, they'll tell you, is that, uh, you know, vendors set up on Wednesday... Trading yeah. happens Thursday through Sunday, all the way through Sunday, and then they kind of wrap it up on Monday. But yeah. uh, there's all kinds of stuff you can find there. Mm-hmm. And yep. you know, we—I actually have been. Uh, it's been a many, many years since I went. We went. I went as a in, as a kid and in high school. Um, I just remember, you know, even back 30 years ago, that there was just a huge, big vast expanse of, of different booths and vendors set up uh, selling all kinds of things. Now, what's interesting is I have seen uh, First Monday Trade Days uh, in Canton on HGTV on a show. Uh, it's one of those shows where they, they send some people out to go buy some stuff and then, you know, find the best deal and then, you know, restore it and then flip it and sell it at, this, at the same marketplace. So it was that kind of deal. But it was real interesting to see. You know, hey, we were in Texas at at, at Canton doing you know the flea market flip or something like that. Um, yeah. So so that was really really kind of neat to see. I always love seeing Texas on on national television. Uh, yeah, um, I pretty sure I've never actually been to the the Canton uh, Trade Days first Monday, but the the first Monday nomenclature um, has definitely been co-opted by other similar marketplaces uh, all over the place. Um, Because I know I've been to something that that was called First Monday, um, but it wasn't in Canton. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I very much am familiar with that, you know, that style of marketplace. And it's it's pretty cool to think that like the the biggest one is, is in Texas and has been operating more or less continuously for, you know, the last century. 150 years, yeah, more than more yeah. than 100 years. Uh, yeah, so first Monday, you know, first Monday in Canton is the granddaddy of the of the Texas uh, mega flea market. But like you said, Scott, the, many many different cities have adopted the first Monday model. When I was young, we used to go to Weatherford when my parent or my grandparents lived in Mineral Wells. We'd go to the first Monday in Weatherford uh, in front of the courthouse, and and I can remember uh, getting cassette tapes, uh, weird cassette tapes from from different rock bands that you know weren't normally available in Kmart or uh, uh, Hastings, uh, and uh, posters and things like that. I can remember and comic books. Obviously, when I was in junior high and high school, I was always looking for for dirt cheap comic books. So I can remember seeing those things. Um, another 
another thing that, that makes me think of first Mondays is, is actually some of the other unusual trade days, um, throughout the state. Um, McKinney, which is where I live, has a, has a second, uh, second Saturday trade sale. So it it has a similar deal. It's a much smaller, uh, much smaller thing, but it's a, basically a, a formalized space. It's a, it's a pretty big space and they have, they have vendors that set up and it's the weekend after first Monday in Canton. So you can go and, and get, you know, all kinds of crafts and antiques and things like that. The other one, and you guys probably remember this, is a very specific in, uh, from the from the late '90s, early 2000s, but it's still going on today. This was the first Saturday, uh, uh, the the first Saturday computer sale. I remember uh, that. That one I do remember. Yeah. Right. Um, and for those who don't know what this was, it is is at the time uh, probably in the in the 90, 98, 99, 2000, uh, several years ago, they would have a a basically a swap meet sale um, in downtown Dallas off of uh, Good Latimer and Ross San Jacinto Ruth area. Uh, and it was in a vacant parking lot. And at midnight, uh, all these trucks would pull up and set up tables and you could buy um, computer software and computer hardware and PCs and monitors and broadband modems and 56 K modems. You'd, you'd get a, there'd be a, box of 56k modems for ten dollars and and uh we would often go to that i think you, i know mike you and i went a couple of times and scott i can't remember if you yeah went i can remember ever. going to that but but yeah there so the idea of a swap meet or a flea market or any of that is nothing all that new it's just it's, what's really impressive about this is one is that it's a continuously operating mm-hmm. like since essentially 1850 and i was kind of curious as like right. who was born in 1850 and because like you know lincoln still wasn't president you know he was a young, he was a, a you know younger man not old houston was a senator houston, Sam was, houston senator. was a senator yeah but I mean, here's interesting thing i didn't realize is that uh, pat garrett famous billy the kid uh, edward smith the captain of the titanic Henry Cabot Lodge, they were all born in 1850. So all of these things you think about, you, you drive through and go and visit this, you're like, wow, this is this is not new. <laughs> this has been here a very long time. And, uh, you know, 168 years is a long time for something to kind of continuously operate. We don't have castles in Texas for anybody listening in Europe <laughs> right now. Um, I mean, we have like fake castles, like there's a medieval times in Dallas you can visit and dinner and a show. But... You know, we don't have the real Lord deal. Lord British has a castle outside of Boston. <laughs> yes, don't Lord British. That. Yes. Yes, the famous Lord British uh, built a, a castle, a legitimate castle on the banks of uh, of the river out there. But, but you're, um, you know, it's just neat to hear something like this that just started from such kind of humble beginnings. And now it's kind of an, an interesting and fun institution of Texas. So put it on the uh, Texas vacation road trip. Uh, their own website has a funny saying on it uh, that says, uh, you know, you don't have to do it just once. If you wait a month, we'll be back at it again. So, <laughs> and, and I think you can still get dogs there. I, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So if you're looking for a dog, a horse, a pig, you know, <laughs> or maybe some tchotchkes to hang on your kitchen wall that say, you know, like, mom's the boss or something like that and fancy, uh, you know cut vinyl on on stained wood so (laughs) 
<laughs> All kinds of goods. I, I think I'm, I think it's coming back to me. I think now that I think about it, you mentioning dog and pig, etc., made me think that uh, the last time I remember going to one of these big marketplaces, I think it was in McKinney, or it was, I think it was in McKinney, because uh, my wife was was working um, for the the city of McKinney at the time, and actually we went up there. And she had to work on a weekend and do some uh, inspections of the food vendors, and uh, that was that was my last experience at one of these. I just kind of tagged along. Well, there you go. Well, visit firstmondaycanton.com and find out everything that you need yep. to know for your visit. They'll help you plan it. That wraps things up for today. You can find notes and links from today's show at brainstable.com. We'd love to hear from you, so like and share us on Facebook, follow the show on Twitter at Texas Podcast, or get over to brainstable.com and leave us some feedback. You can find our show and many of the great history podcasts at historypodcasters.com. And why not follow us individually, too? I'm on Twitter at Mr. Java. I'm Max Sean with two ants. And I am Scotticus. Hey, have you, like interesting goods that you might find in a secondhand store or original artwork by independent artists well go to first mondays but if you like podcasts about texas stuff and texas history you come right back here and you tell your friends about what we're doing and then get over to itunes and leave a review because that really helps us out to find listeners just like you we hope uh and if you'd like to support this show financially please visit patreon.com slash texas podcast We hope you'll join us next time. Remember that even if you're from Texas, Texas wants you anyway.